0: Who heard it wondered at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured up these things, pondering them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they'd heard and seen as it had been told them. I'm sure you have seen the bumper sticker, My Son is in the US Army. I'm always humbled by that, wondering what that parent is thinking about their child, perhaps in harm's way in war. It sure evokes a different response for me than I'm the proud parent of an honor student at Spring Hill Elementary School. Yes, most of us parents want our kids to do well in school. We pray for them to be successful. But how many parents pray over their babies to become soldiers and willfully put themselves in harm's way? What was Mary pondering? We're told there in verse uh, 19 that she treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. Was there any way for Mary to know her son would be a soldier? Well, the details of what we know about Mary's thinking as you look at the gospel accounts tell you at least this, that when she pondered these things and treasured them, she seemed to very clearly discern, I'll just briefly cover a couple things and then we'll look at our theme more in more detail. It's very clear that Mary understood humility before the Lord was the right posture. She understood that God opposes The proud and the self righteous. She herself needed mercy. She herself needed a savior. And she pondered and understood and treasured that God would keep his promises. She got the gospel, even though she probably didn't understand the precise role her son would play in it. But did she know she gave birth to a soldier? a warrior. Would we see on the bumper sticker of her donkey cart a sticker that said, Proud Mother of a Soldier? You have to wonder what it would have been like for Mary that first Christmas Day if she knew that Jesus, her son, would grow up and be drafted at age 30 out of the family carpentry business for his warfare. He'd uh, serve a short three-year tour of duty. He would escape a deadly ambush at the start of his ministry in his hometown of Nazareth. He would be deserted by his company in the fiercest hour of attack, the Garden of Gethsemane. He would be accused of insurrection by his national leaders. He would refuse to take up arms when he was arrested, though he had 72,000 angels at his disposal. He would give himself over voluntarily to the torment of his captors. He would be arrested, tried, condemned as a criminal for treason, thoroughly unjustly. He would be hideously tortured, He would be held a POW in a dungeon overnight, Mary's son would suffer unspeakable torments of body and soul in order to die for his enemies. The treatment her son would endure, he deserved none of it. Could she have known this? Well, let's suppose during the end of her pregnancy, her betrothed, Joseph, was reading to her devotionally from the prophet Isaiah. And he read Isaiah 7 about a sign given, a virgin bearing a son, to whom the name would be given Emmanuel. Joseph skipped ahead to Isaiah 9, read to her about a child born whose name was Mighty God. And then he skipped to Isaiah 14, uh, excuse me, Isaiah 11, 1 through4, "But with righteousness he will judge the poor and decide with fairness for the afflicted of the earth." He will strike the earth with the rod of his mouth and with the breath of his lips he will slay the wicked. Also righteousness will be the belt about his loins and faithfulness the belt about his waist. Would they have understood these prophecies of her son's warfare on the earth? And then perhaps he went to Isaiah 59 and read to Mary verses 15 through 20. And the Lord saw, and it was displeasing in his sight, that there was no justice. And he saw that there was no man and was astonished that there was no one to intercede. Then his own arm brought salvation to him. And his righteousness upheld him. He, the Lord God, put on righteousness like a breastplate, a helmet of salvation on his head. And he put on garments of vengeance for clothing and wrapped himself with zeal as a mantle. According to their deeds, he will repay wrath to his adversaries, recompense to his enemies. To the coastlands, he will make recompense, clear depiction of the many in the Old Testament of the Lord as the divine warrior. So they will fear the name of the Lord from the west and his glory from the rising of the sun. He will come like a rushing stream which the wind of the Lord drives A redeemer will come to Zion and to those who turn from transgression to Jacob, declares the Lord. Mary might have concluded, my son, the warrior of the Lord, the redeemer, my son, a soldier. Will he repay them, recompense according to their sins? Will he don garments of vengeance? Will it be through my son? Wrath to our adversaries? Not this time around, Mary. His arm will be lifted up to bear the stroke, do his enemies on the cross in his body. He will not first lead men into battle, he will be led as one offered sacrificially for sinners in order to lead them into heaven, spotless, blameless, forgiven at rest forever from any form or hint of conflict. Mary, your soldier's son, will win the victory for his people over their sins and death, not by slaying others, but by being slain and that as a lamb led to slaughter, not by wielding the sword of vengeance, but by taking that sword of vengeance in your own flesh. Mary, your son's death on the cross will not produce an awful stench of death, but rather a fragrant aroma of everlasting life to those who believe, who are no longer fighting for approval before God. They've received it as a gift through your son's righteousness. Yes, Mary, through his victory, our warfare has ended. Peace with God. Ironically, Mary, your son as a divine warrior will create a warfare the only in history where the goal of it is to die for the enemy. The goal of your your son's warfare is to be sacrificed in order to bring peace where the sword of judgment slays the innocent, the righteous son of God. So, beloved, has he conquered your heart? And how would you know? You would know because your whole life, your entire existence... Your very being is defined by, determined by, directed by, distanced from sin by, delivered from death by the love of this sacrifice. Mary, did you know the infinite worth of that sacrifice? What a son. What a warrior. You could put next to that bumper sticker on your donkey's cart, my son, the resurrection and the life. My son, the Prince of Peace. My son, King of kings, Lord of lords, the everlasting light who brings to this world salvation. That's your son, Mary. And he's our savior. Praise his name for his unfailing grace. Let's pray together. Our Father, thank you for revealing your giving generous, merciful, gracious heart in your Son. You gave your Son to us. This divine warrior has come to do the unthinkable, die in the place of his enemies, bear sins in his sinless body. How we thank you for that sacrifice, showing us of your love for us, purchasing a place with you in glory, secured by the God-man's warfare, the Lord Jesus Christ. We celebrate your triumph this Christmas. We praise you, our Prince of Peace. We thank you that our warfare has ended through the spoils of your victory over death and the grave, Lord of life. Make our hearts new with this life. Give us trust in you. Joy walking with you all the days of our lives by the light of your presence and your word, for your glory's sake. Amen.